0: All right, you're listening to WOZO 103.9 LPFM. This is your Burnout Extra Crusty Anarcho DJ, Lord Fader. Now we're going to go to different subject matter. So the governor of Tennessee apparently has passed uh, Senate Bill 0003 uh, under the Obscenity and Pornography section and creates an offense for a person who engages in an adult cabaret performance on public property or in a location where the adult cabaret performance could be viewed by a person who is not an adult. And, you know, when you read the bill, it actually doesn't say anything about drag. And I was like, when I read it, I was like, cabaret performance? What is a cabaret? And what's a cabaret performance? And that led me down a couple of rabbit holes. A cabaret is a form of theatrical entertainment featuring music, song, dance, recitation, or drama. The performance venue may be a pub, casino, hotel, restaurant, or nightclub and the audience often dining or drinking doesn't typically dance usually sits at tables performances are usually held by an mc the entertainment and um as done by an ensemble of actors and according to its european origins is often but not always oriented towards adult audiences and is of clearly underground nature In the united states trips striptease burlesque drag shows or a solo vocalist with a pianist as well as other venues which offer entertainment offer entertainment are often advertised as cabarets the term originally came from the picard language or walloon language words cabaret or cabaret for a small room in the 12th century the first printed use of the word cabaret is found in a document from 1275 in tournai the term is used in 13th century and middle Dutch as a means, as meaning an inexpensive inn or restaurant. Uh, the word cabaret itself is probably derived from an early, earlier form, the chambre, little room, from the Norman French chamber, meaning tavern, also derived from the Latin word camera, meaning an arched roof. Then it gets into French taverns and everything so when they, they what they have banned cabaret is not just drag shows but also includes under the definition of the term striptease burlesque or solo vocalist with a pianist now for this as kind of a um science show of how the overbreadth of this but that's not what really got me there's a case that i found it's called um Muchmore's Cafe. So I, I'm digging around, and and it's uh, it's called Muchmore's Cafe LLC versus the City of New York, and it was a case about the use of this term cabaret, and I found out it's actually a dog whistle. What the cabaret laws, which largely evolved out of the 20s, were for, was because of jazz clubs. It was being used as a weapon in these cabaret statutes and laws because of African American ownership of the jazz clubs, people in New York and elsewhere. So they began passing these anti-cabaret laws. So interestingly enough, not only is there a you know openly stated and from the governor and everyone, there are they're definitely going after sexual preference and drag with this. That's their stated targeted goal. But interestingly enough, the very language they're using in the bill was has a racist history as a way to limit minority ownership of um businesses and i invite you to look up the case it's really interesting it gets into the depth about the cabaret law laws and how they went after dance halls and as a tactic so that's and so oh and then, then it gets interesting because about a day or two before Governor Bill Lee um, signed the bill the it came out a photo and also they're saying so what oh, I just blinked it out it's for on public property or a location where it could be viewed by a person who's not an adult well guess whose photo popped up in on public property on school grounds in drag in a performance where kids could watch it and it's everywhere it's Governor Bill Lee. Governor Bill Lee in full drag, and to describe him, he's got a. He went for the short, short skirt. His legs look shaved. He's rocking the wig. His pearl combination, I got to say, like, pros and cons. I think a single strand would have gone better with what he'd done, but who am I? And I have to say, his padding, he got pretty into the feminine form when he did it. He went above and beyond. And I got, you know, i'm not judging him but i am in terms of hypocrisy he is a person that so i wrote him a letter when i saw the picture of him in full drag days that it went out And this is what i posted i posted this to the governor's web page i apologize to him and this is still on his the governor of tennessee's web page you can check it out i had to do it in the comments i wish to apologize to you governor I saw the picture of you in drag on school grounds with minors and I realized that I may have been misgendering you. I try to get a read on someone before I drop a pronoun. You just kinda caught me sideways. I apologize. I'll try to do better. I met no disrespect. Would you consider issuing a press release with your preferred pronouns? I'll stick to they them until you clarify the model, the matter. I mean no offense, I'm old and I lack your experience in cross dressing and transvestism. By the by, you were rocking that short skirt on the football field. Your wig placement was immaculate. The pearls worked, and the padding. Girl, you were hot, and undoubtedly stimulated a lot of prudent interest. Tell me, did you shave your legs? They look shaved. Hopefully, the statutes and limitations on you will have told when you passed that law. Apparently, we're not as accepting as cross-dressing on school property doing shows as back in your day. Hopefully you didn't accidentally turn any of the other students gay or deviant with your presentation. I know that must keep you up at night. It's always a risk. Anyway, stand proud. Be your bad self. You'll always be Governor Sparkle's supreme from this day on. While I was at it, I began knocking out some... Um, I found a, I found a app, which I picked up the picture and began putting songs over top of it and here's one of the songs
1: this is so it's governor lee and bull drag
0: singing the song and the um and it's also it's not just me uh, stephen colbert just lost it over his hypocrisy and his assault on lgbtq people and one of the ideas that i've been hearing pop up that i've been you know I was talking with some people a few days ago is we, people are talking about doing drag shows. Public drag shows to force the issue. My suggestion is make it a First Amendment theme. And from the folks that I've been talking to, we've been talking and trying to round up attorneys that will be willing to participate in a cabaret show in front of the courthouse and with a First Amendment theme. And I think that's really important because where this is going to end up in is in federal court and there is a case called irwin versus tva from the eastern district federal court here in knoxville that says yeah costume has first amendment implications and that's actually when you look at the law from uh the, in the case that i cited and the laws on cabarets the uh the, it's been held that dancing has first amendment um does um it, it's a form of musical expression and it is unconstitutional they found that singing, that costume, all of these things have been touched on by the First Amendment, and the um, they had been found to be failing. So what I, what, I, what I would suggest is, if anybody engages in that kind of direct action, try for the. What we were picturing was we were going to do one with as many attorneys as we could get. And then have a First Amendment theme. But now it's occurred to me that we should do a point-based system. And there should be a point for anybody that can mimic and does the best job of being Governor Bill Lee and Governor Bill Lee's outfit. I think that's definitely – and I've also you know, – we're in a fight. We're in a struggle right now in this country and in this town and in our state for First Amendment rights, First Amendment claims. And, I mean, a lot of people have been mocking and ridiculing the governor for his hypocrisy. And there's been a tiny little voice that's like, oh, we maybe we should – the thing is, there are going to be some broad thrown punches. People are just fighting back in any way they can come up. And some is going to be pretty, some isn't. But ridicule is actually a classic tactic in a democracy, mocking ridicule um, in – all the way back to Athens. Aristotle wrote about it. He said that during the, the evolutionary wars that were fought and created democracy in Athens, that costume and mocking and theater was as important as spears and swords and was often suppressed, which is what this is. It's a suppression of people's First Amendment. They're not banning it from... There, you know, it's just that's all parks. And actually, you know, the Pride Fest is going to take a big old shot in Knoxville. This is a, clearly a First Amendment attack. And as such, if it can be wrapped up in that, the tighter it is when it does get to court, when people do get arrested for violating this, it'll be overturned even faster if it's done in a crafted fashion, shall we, shall we say. And if the name of the event is the First Amendment and it's like people come dressed as like Betsy, Betsy Ross or whatever – trying to get wrap yourself up in the first amendment hit all the bases because it's going to get killed in court this is just a political act there's attorneys in our general assembly they know this is going to die they know this is going to die but the thing is people are going to have to live under it for months it's going to squelch free speech it's going to squelch expression it's that's what it's always been used for the cabaret language has always been an attack against minorities which is an attack against all of us And we're just going to have to take it out. You know, we're going to have to do this and people are going to have to engage. It's going to be a nonviolent civil disobedience directly in the spirit of the civil rights movement. It is drag shows on the streets and public areas is a civil rights issue, is a First Amendment issue. It goes to the crux. Our our. First Amendment rights don't disappear when the veterans of foreign wars are marching or the Kiwanis Club decides to have an event. It's always for these sort of things. That's where the boundaries get eroded. And that's what makes this sort of a suspect class. Uh, But anyway, I just, yeah, I want much more as Cafe versus the city of New York is the classic. And the... um, One to look at and check it out. You'll see that the language that they're using was lifted out of older, more racist um, language, I guess, in the cabaret language. It's important that we look at that specifically. Because everybody's saying it's anti-drag, the anti-drag bill, which is intent, but the language is very specific and can be turned and used as a weapon against it. Anyway, this is WOZO 103.9 LPFM. I'm going to play some music, and then I'm going to play uh, – see if I can find some appropriate music. I want to dedicate this next hour to the next civil rights movement that's going to spring out of Tennessee resisting this sort of bill, which is happening in Mississippi and elsewhere. There's this whole legal tide right now of us getting this 1940s morality wrapped around us, and – I think this is going to form, this is what civil rights and the next civil rights struggle in America is going to be about. This attempt to sort of, there even was a talk of passing a bill to effectively ban Democrats from Florida. There's nothing so ridiculous that they won't try to do, even if they know it will fail, even if they know it's unconstitutional. And That's the thing that really bothers me, is all these these people are attorneys. They pass this and they know they're infringing on First Amendment rights with no discussion of it at all all they know what they're doing and they know why and the thing is it's like there'll be something it's like it's not our intent to discriminate and blah 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 but they're telling the media flat out every time they speak about this bill they're talking about it and this one enterprising reporter went to our general assembly with the picture of bill lee and drag and showed it to the folks there and they just sort of laughed the republicans and the people who passed for the anti- drag bill, they, they laughed at it, and they said, well, you know, you just, uh, da, 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 da. and the person's response to the picture, so it's their sexual orientation that bothers you, not the fact they're in drag, I saw that like 12, 13 times, where they just went up to them, and they had the General Assembly that just passes anti-First Amendment, which is closer to the truth, it is anti-First Amendment, but anti-human, anti-human rights bill, the anti-drag bill, but all of them had the same response, and it was quite telling. They, they chuckled and they're just like, "Well, you know, boys will be da, da 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 da." And they're like, "Wait a second! He's on school grounds. He's on school grounds at a performance in drag doing the classic burlesque deal. You all just passed a law against this." And when, and then when they say, "Well, you know," da, da, da. then the guy's response every time they were caught like deer in the headlights, our general assembly, they're like, "Ooh." When he said, well, so you just really care. And the thing was, if one of them had a shred of honesty when the reporter had said, so it's about people's sexual orientation, isn't it? If they had a shred of honesty, they would have said, yes, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly who we're going after. We're trying to enforce our archaic morality against people when it's none of our dang business and we know we're screwing with our first, with First Amendment rights. We just don't care. We want to put on a show. They're not leaders. They are actors and performers doing the ultimate obscene burlesque. Anyway, this is WOZO 103.9 LPFM. And um, uh, keep it going. People's Radio.
2: To sell their mind for a fabricated lifestyle they don't find. Defeated by systems of control. Protect your mind and protect your soul Or they'll take all of it Then install a shit, Broadcast, upgrade, reboot, polish it Mechanize like a metronome Jam frequencies or they'll get you done We moved up out the concrete electric haze And make war on machines till the end of days Not really machines, but they're not human beings They can stop with the schemes Cause there's something in between Regiment and routine is keeping my conscience clean And the satellite they beam won't ever reach in my dreams We don't want a worldwide globalized, globalized. Machines are in control and they can't stop it if they wanna Mechanize
1: control the world Put computer chips into every boy and girl So we Anti-systems of control Here they take it all back, everything that they stole Anti-systems the of control Protect your mind and protect your soul
2: So consider it wild I don't want no computer chip in my child No retinal scan Computer rise get wild And no machine culture Cause my earth is wild Hair, blood, mucus, teeth Claws and no systems, of courts, penalties and laws with laws. Unfixable, on principle, international oligarchs think they're invincible. Underground silos, weapons that chemical. Standards of beauty where girls look identical. Prefixes, sub fine printed contracts. Packed with acts that protract the facts. Spiderweb tentacles, mechanized thought. Systems and secrets with truth that is bought. Your mind is the place where the war is fought. So protect what is left and defend what you got. We don't want the worldwide machines, are control, and they fucking love it
1: if they wanna. And control the world. Put computer chips into every boy and girl, so we anti-systems of control and They they all back, everything that they the Anti-systems of control.
0: W O Z O 1039 LPFM and this is of course your burnout extra crusty anarcho DJ so I was thinking a lot about this attack on cabarets and which is really an attack on sexual orientation really these people's whose moral systems who are passing these laws are way way outdated and they're trying to enforce it any way they can through the cracks on us I was like, well, what can I do for this hour to sort of, you know, tag that home? And all I could come up with, well, I was like, I want to play gay pride and anthems songs. And I was like, well, I wonder if there's anything like that out there. Yes. This is the interesting part. I found the big gay anthems playlist, and I found the ultimate gay pride playlist. And on the top of those is the same song. So I'm going to play for the next 37 minutes of my show. We're just going to get into gay anthems, and this is the one, all hail the queen, Madonna. Can't argue with facts. the number one song that popped up on that. And I guess something else that I could do <clears throat> our radio station could do is sort of step up some of our PSAs. So I want to announce uh, Knox Pride uh, is, um, let's see they have not, Knox Pride Presents Sunday Morning Yoga that'll be March 4th let's get the, um, I'm on Facebook. Uh oh, I'm getting fought with Facebook right now. They're telling me I'm not logged in, but I am logged in And I'm going to try to convince them, reload the page. Meta has been kind of coming apart lately. Well, I guess it's the thought that counts. But right now what I'm trying to do is load up all these wonderful events that I saw. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Knox Pride presents uh, Saturday Morning Yoga. Let's see if it works this time. There we go. Join us every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. to start your weekend off with some yoga, mindfulness, and community. This is hosted by Knox Pride. And um, where is it at? I'm looking for where it's at, and I don't see an event location. Let's see, like, Uh, yeah, they didn't put the location. So if you can find it, maybe it'll be, let's see if we can find it in here. Uh, let's see, starting at, well, there's the event that's announced. It doesn't have a location, so we'll get that for you later, of course. And then we have the Knox Pride Presents Sunday Market that will be March 5th. Uh, that's this Sunday at 12 p.m. Uh, Knox Markets are back. We had such a great response in 2022. We're moving to a monthly market in 2023. Join us the first Sunday of each month for our local Maker's Market and shop the Knox Pride boutique thriftique applications are live for the market You need to apply and um, once again this is doesn't have a location okay well oh wait 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 yeah that'll be at 4028 Chapman Highway at the Knoxville Pride Center from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. with the market 4028 Chapman Highway the Knoxville Pride Center will be the uh, Sunday thriftique market all right we're getting a little bit better at this uh, we have the knox pride presents that event has passed and they had a it was a life skills series oh wait maybe they've got more events popping up here we go uh, march 6 will be the knox pride presents craft night this is the vision board meeting hosted by knox pride and um let's see join us for our monthly craft night This month, we'll be making vision boards for 2023. Bring your own material or use the material we provide. This is a free event, and that will be, again, at 4028 Chapman Highway, Knox Pride Craft Night at 7 p.m., Monday, 3-6. Let's see what else we've got. Um, Knox Pride presents March 7th, TTRPGS at the Pride Center. And, yeah, I'll definitely have to, <clears throat> let's see. Join your local game mystery story every other Tuesday between 5 and 9 for one-shot adventures of Dungeons & Dragons, Honey Heist, Lasers & Feelings, Thirsty Sword Lesbians, and other TTRPGSs. Games are always free to play. There's a suggested donation to offset the cost. If you're willing to be a GM, please message story at story at knoxpride.com. Oh, they're going to be playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, That will be at the Pride Center uh, Tuesday, March 7th at 5 o'clock to 8 p.m. All right, now we're getting going here. Um, Knox Pride and South Press presents Karaoke and Drag Nights every Wednesday. Let's see when that is. Uh, Let's see. We're excited to announce... We're moving our open stage drag night on Wednesdays from the vocational suite to South Press Coffee. There will be an additional new element of karaoke beforehand. Join us at South Press Coffee every Wednesday starting next week, Wednesday, March 8th, from 6 to 8 p.m. for karaoke and coffee, followed by open stage drag from 8 to 9 p.m. The coffee and food bar will be made uh, will be open to make a night of it. Can't sing? Never done drag? Want to be at home in bed by 10? Join us for community music, art, and good time. In email, info at knoxpride.com, uh, for more information. And if you need help with drag or a confidence boost to step up and sing, we're here for you. The Knox Pride Center has clothing, accessories, makeup, and wigs if you're new or dipping your toes into the art of drag. Welcome all levels to come drag and come and see us. This is an 18 and up sober safe space. Y'all come I added the y'all come That'll be at the Oh it's every Wednesday night Wednesdays from 6 to 9pm Will be the karaoke open stage drag nights And I started to do these PSAs As just sort of a measure of vengeance and retribution Against this ignorant regressive law that our state's passing But actually I think these are worthy We should make um, MP3s and put these in rotations Any DJs listening Let's see, we've got March 17th from 8 to 9.45 p.m. Knox Pride presents Pride Bingo. Join us for the next installment of Pride Bingo and a hint of trivia. Come out for a fun, sober alternative to St. Patrick's Day. Sober? Uh, We'll have lots of games, prizes, and community. The coffee and food bar will be open. This is a sober event. Big Gay James will be your host for the evening. And if money's an issue, just let them know. You'll be lit in. This is Pride Bingo uh, from March 17th from 8 p.m. to 9.45 p.m. That will be at South Press Coffee. And what else we got? Uh, Let's see. Bingo. Oh, the Queer Cinema Club. Let's see. Knox Pride Presents, the Queer Cinema Club, will be Monday, March 27th from 8 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Uh, let's see to Wong Fu thanks for everything 4028 Chapman Highway that'll be March 27th at 7pm and um, it's a free and sober space sodas and waters and popcorn will be provided bring your own snacks and it's the Queer Cinema Club y'all come alright so I think I've got all the Pride events lined up maybe there's more man there is a lot oh wow Uh, March 30th, uh, Knox Pride presents Life Skills, Home Buying with Joanne Owens, um, hosted by Knox Pride. Uh, March 31st, Knox Pride Volunteer Meetup. Uh, April 8th at 7 is Pride Bingo at the South Press Coffee. Uh, All these events are listed on Facebooky. Pride Bingo again, March 5th. So there's a lot of Pride Bingo going on, uh, weekly drag shows, all in Knoxville. Y'all come. I actually feel obligated to go to drag shows before. I'm no stranger to drag shows. I worked in a gay club for like a year that had drag shows. And I'd see them every Sunday night in Knoxville. and It was amazing. It was amazing. And um, just the art, the presentation, the performances uh, were ranged from hilarious to decadent to some of the best performances I've seen in my life. And now this is happening, I'm going to feel an obligation, I guess. I think that's what we can all do with Knoxville to show our support is to come to all the drag performances we can and encourage them to be held in public and burlesque performances. If you're a burlesque artist, you're targeted under this bill as well. We can't forget. And solo pian vocalist and pianist, now that, that's a sheer ticket to hell when somebody's singing to a piano. We all know that. That's reflective of this century's morality. Anyway, this is DJ Lord Fader, and I'm going to keep working my way through these playlists. This is RuPaul, Supermodel, You Better Work, here at the People's Radio, WOZO 103.9, LPFM.
1: Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Give us some prudence and love your friends, so we can't rejoice the truth. In the religion of the insecure I must be myself, respect my youth Don't be a drag, just be a queen Whether you're broke or evergreen Your black, white, face, show, legend You're Lebanese, you're Orient Whether life's disabilities left you outcast, for leader teased Rejoice and love yourself today, cause baby, you were born this way. No against a gay, straight, by transgender, life, Ladies with an attitude, fellas that were in the mood Don't just stand there, let's get to it Strike a pose, there's nothing to it Vogue Vogue You won't break my soul 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 I'm telling everybody
2: say,
3: you better work. Y'all gotta stop all this foolishness, cause uptown trying to shake. Y'all get back now, y'all get back now, y'all get back now, back get back get back now. Shake for the money, bounce to the floor, tune it up, hot, hot girl, let's go.
1: Shake for the money, bounce to
3: the floor, tune it up, hot, hot girl, let's go. Y'all get back now. go boom. Who got a the beat go boom? Who got a the beat go boom? Who got to make the beat go boom? Boom, boom, boom. that Boom, boom, What downtown Boom, boom, I who got the, back the go boom, boom, boom. boom, boom. Make go boom, boom, boom. For the money.
4: with drag is inform and help people, so. From its start as theater slang to its pop culture prowess today, drag has become a celebrated term while keeping its transgressive power. And the word is still evolving today. So how much do you really know about the word drag and where did it come from? According to the Oxford English Dictionary, the word drag has existed since 1388, but it wasn't until the 19th century that it was used in connection with performing in clothes or a persona different from your own gender. In 1870, the Reynolds newspaper in the United Kingdom printed the word in a gender-bending context in reference to a party invitation. We shall come in drag, which means men wearing women's costumes, the paper read. This definition probably originated in the theater of the late 1800s where male performers wore petticoats to perform as women. Their petticoats would drag on the the floor, and so they referred to dressing up as women as putting on their drags. By the 1920s, the term drag was being used by gay people. One theory is that it entered the community from Polari, a secret language born out of the criminalization of homosexuality in England that drew on theater slang. By 1927, drag was clearly linked with the LGBTQ community. AJ Rosanoff's 1927 Manual of Psychiatry defined drag as an outfit of female dress worn by a homosexual or as an actual event, a social gathering of homosexuals at which some are in female dress. Playing with gender and performance wasn't reserved for men alone, of course. At the turn of the century, women performed as male impersonators. A little later, Harlem Renaissance had celebrated performers like Gladys Bentley, who wore a top hat and tails. In fact, it's possible that drag king emerged at this time. The danger and segregation of bars in the 1920s paved the way for drag balls. The first drag ball goes back as far as 1867 when both male and females at the Hamilton Lodge in Harlem dressed up and competed for awards for the best gown or feminine figure. The drag ball tradition goes back to the 20s minus the voguing we see today. They were often house parties where black queer people would congregate together. By 1932, the term was headline-worthy. An article from the Afro-American newspaper titled Queer Sex Busy Planning Drags detailed a drag attended by 300 people, some with a keenness for blonde wigs (laughs) and plans for upcoming drags. The participants were called members of the third sex, a term that describes same sex attracted masculine women or feminine men. During this time period, there was a division among queer white men. You were either a masculine guy who blended in or you were a fairy, feminine and dressed in drag. In bars, half the crowd would wear drag to get around laws that forbade members of same-sex dancing together. Of course, there was also laws that criminalized wearing clothing articles from the opposite sex. I'll be in prison. In the 1950s, drag queens began performing in bars and spaces that specifically catered to gay people like the Black Cat in San Francisco. And as more gay bars began to pop up, drag solidified itself as a gay art form not just straight men impersonating women for the sake of comedy. The 1960s saw a continuation of the bar scene and drag queens and kings filled an important role as activists at Stonewall and the inception of the gay liberation movement. The racial unrest of this era led black queens to seek their own spaces and balls, creating their first houses. The rise of masculinity in the 1970s gay culture diminished the popularity of drag queens, but, drag found its way into pop culture. In John Waters' 1972 film Pink Flamingos, Divine scandalized audiences with her filthy character and became an icon along the way. Meanwhile, the disco singer Sylvester sung hits like You Make Me Feel Mighty Real in drag to international acclaim. Into the 1980s, Drag meant trying to look as much like a woman as possible. It was peak time for balls with categories like butch queen first time in drag at a ball and high fashion evening wear that we see in Paris is Burning. It poured out of balls and onto the streets of New York City with the annual Wigstock Festival kicking off in 1984. While drag had entered pop culture, the 1990 documentary shocked audiences and made drag more visible. In 1993, RuPaul went from New York's gritty East Village scene to the stage of the March on Washington to perform his hit song, Supermodel.
2: People ask me all the time where I see myself in 10 years. See, I see myself in the White House, baby.
4: The word only continued to get more popular from there. There was the hit movie, The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert in 1994, and the moment wasn't just for the drag queens. Drag kings achieved notoriety in the 1990s with performers like Murray Hill, books devoted to performing masculinity, and even the first international drag king extravaganza in 1999. As the visibility grew, the 90s made way for more distinctions between drag and other identities in the LGBTQ spectrum. In particular, a distinction between drag queens and the trans community emerged. The public started becoming aware of the difference between being trans, gay, and doing drag. The 2000s made a way for the definition of drag to broaden from rigidly being about realness to a more expansive art form for gay men, trans folks, queer women, and more. In 2009, the show RuPaul's Drag Race premiered on Logo TV, a reality competition in pursuit of America's next drag superstar. Over the course of 10 seasons and spin-off shows, the series introduced drag to a new generation and millions of viewers, and truly brought drag to the mainstream. The show even had the New York Times asking, is this the golden age of drag? Building off of the success of the show, the first RuPaul's Drag Con took place in Los Angeles in 2015, I was there. Now the largest drag convention in the world, it's a place for queens and queers alike to celebrate all things art, culture, and drag. Today, drag can involve dressing up, wearing crazy makeup, gender crossing, or having a persona or a fictional character, but it'll always have its roots in queer culture. It's hard to believe that the word drag was ever anything less than, larger than life, because
0: let's face it,
4: drag is fabulous.
0: That was Trixie Mattel, explains the history of world drag. Also, there's a show on Netflix called Dragula. Uh, It's awesome. It's awesome. Anyway, you've been listening to WOZO 103.9 LPFM. That was Trixie Mattel, explains the history of the word drag. And I will try actively, and I think our station... As this situation heats up with the conservative, retroactive folks in our General Assembly attacking First Amendment and civil liberty rights, um, our station is always going to be front and center. I'm going to try to make sure that we get more events, drag events, stuff from the center, the rest on air as much as we can. Hope you all have appreciated my humble offering. Next weekend, I will be hidden deep in the National Forest for my periodic semi-regular sabbatical from babylon uh hopefully i'll see you all sunday at one o'clock at the fort Sanders hospital come in your sunday best if you can come and drag if you need to we just want people there to to witness the what happened to lisa edwards she will not be forgotten and we as a community need to show this hospital We know what you did. We know where you're at. We know why you did it. We know the economic mechanisms behind it. And it will not be forgot. Lisa Edwards, Presente. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the People's Radio. And I'm going to go out with, oh, they mentioned Rude Paul. Oh, Gloria Gaynor. I am what I am. People's Radio.
1: What I am, I am my own special creation. So, come take a look, give me the hook, or the ovation. It's my world that I want to have a little pride in. My world, and it's not a place I have to hide in. Life's not worth a damn till you can say, I am